0: Welcome back to the DJ sessions, where we feature the best DJs and producers from around the world. I'm your host Darren, and right now we're sitting in the virtual studios in Seattle, Washington, with none other—halfway around the world—we have Ezele Rock on the iPhone chat room coming in to us. It looks like you might be in the studio there, Eves. What's going on today?
1: Yeah, I'm very good. You know, I'm in Switzerland, and it's snowing today, so it's very cold. That's why I wear this,
0: <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it hasn't started the snow here yet in Seattle, but we are looking for some low-level snow. We call it the snowpocalypse when it happens. We get a whole one-inch of snow and the city shuts down. Um, It's not really that bad. Um, My friend from Minnesota would laugh every time he'd see the snow, going, an inch of snow? Are you serious? Okay. But I am looking forward to maybe getting some skiing in, so that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah but me, I don't like when it's too cold, so uh, for me, it's never a good day. so I don't understand why I live in Switzerland because it's snowing uh six half the uh, six months in the year, so I don't know why I live here
0: <laughs> well do you get do you get out do you get to go outdoors and do activities outdoors and ski snowboard anything like that? um not a lot when I was
1: younger, but now uh, I'm a bit older and when it's cold I ah, don't like it anymore <laughs> yeah, that's why everybody told me you come from Switzerland and you don't go to ski set. yeah, yeah. I said the uh, same, you know, when I was in Brazil and I say, Oh, you go to swim every day in the, in the sea. I'd say, no, never. I'd say, okay. No, it's the same.
0: <laughs> totally. I, I lived in Los Angeles for a, a while as a kid, uh, not too yeah. far from Disneyland. And that was the one question it was like, Oh, you're going to live next door to Disneyland. You're going to go all the time. So when I got down there as a kid, I would say, Oh my gosh, it's so excited! Let's go to Disneyland. And the kids go, we never go to Disneyland, we, we <laughs> stay away from that place. It's, it's, no. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it was the same. I lived in Paris during uh, two years, something like this. And they say, hey, you go to see the, the tour at the Eiffel Tower? I say, never.
0: <laughs> never. <laughs> awesome. Well, speaking of being indoors and spending a lot of time doing stuff, you were kind of busy with your weekly, uh, is it Milia rock radio show? Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. But
1: you know me. Me, my first job is like you see. I'm in the studio, working every day on new production. You know, with the with the I 19, I was stuck in the studio, and I and I decided to to learn how to be a sound engineer. So I start from the from the you know I never do that. So I'm learning every day. So that's my new uh, my new project. It's to be a sound engineer and be a real producer. You know what I mean. Well-
0: I mean I mean, congrats on the radio show because I mean you have over two million people tuning in every week to the show. Uh, what's that like having that much, that m- much listenership? I mean it just I'm sure you didn't start out with two million people listening to you, and, and what were the early beginnings of were the thoughts behind starting your radio show and, and seeing the success that you have now? <clears throat>
1: Yeah, uh, when I started, well, I don't. Yeah, because uh, you, you, you know, when when you are a DJ, you are every day you are looking for
0: some new music that you can play,
1: and uh, I say, okay, let, let's try to do a radio show, but uh, you know, I don't used to do it. Uh, so uh, for in the beginning, I say, okay, maybe it's not really so good. And people like it, so I continue. And, uh, you know, now I do a lot of, you know, even uh, some, some Spotify playlists and stuff like this, just to, because I, I spend a lot of time to listen to new music. So Sometimes I say, okay, if I spend time, so it's maybe too better to, to show people what I like and maybe uh, choose for them sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I do the same, you know, sometimes I go so on different playlists to say, okay, what's this guy like? And it's for me, it's interesting to see what, uh, what kind of music they like. So it's always too good to do this.
0: Have you ever had an artist that you, that was kind of a nobody, but then was on your show and became a somebody or started getting attention or somebody oh, you kind of I, took an ear to? I,
1: I will not, no, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not so big, you know, I'm not David Guetta, so <laughs> I don't have this kind of influence on people, you know, <laughs> but, but what is good is so uh, me, I choose, you know, uh, I don't choose a guy because uh, he's, he's known or I choose because I love him, you know, uh, he can be a no one. If I like it, I play it, you know, I don't have a label behind me who say, hey, you have to play this guy or play this guy. Me, I'm totally free. So I choose the people that I like and the music that I like. And I choose the music, not the people, I can say, you
0: know. And and, and, and did you ever, um, have you looked in the um, into getting into live streaming? Are you doing anything in the live streaming world? I know you got the radio show, but getting cameras yeah. in the video and doing live streaming. Have you looked at that? Uh,
1: as, as, you, as you hear, I'm not I'm not English. So for me, you know, to, just to do a live stream speaking English, uh, I'm honest, it's hard for me. So it's better that I, I let this for the professional and people who speak better than me English. So, <laughs> Eve, you, I, than, you know, me, I play music and that's it. <laughs> I got a
0: great idea. I got a pitch for you. Why not a show where you teach people French? And then you, yeah. you, 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 you do a radio show, and every every show they can learn a little bit of French and français, then the yeah. music. Exactly. I say, Bonjour, nous <laughs> avons une leçon de français aujourd'hui. I have no idea what he just said. But but you know what? I can Google translate it really quick.
1: I'd say something special. I'd say, Good morning. We have a French lesson today. So,
0: nothing. <laughs> so your one of your recent tracks that just came out is Breathe correct yeah, yeah exactly tell us about the making and the thoughts behind the winning the that that track there
1: honestly it was it um, I, i've done this track something like 4 years ago and i oh, was okay. not really yeah yeah uh, and uh, you know I, i've recorded the vocals and after i say yeah i was not very happy with the production with the music so i I've, um, you know it's time to, sometime to let them in the you know just close to you and I, I like the vocals and I say, okay, the vocal is good. So let's try to do a, a new version. And uh, I was very happy, I, f- I find some chords. And if you go on YouTube, you can find the, the making of this track if you want. So yeah, I always do the same. You know, I'm, it's here that I compose all my music. There is my keyboard, <laughs> there is everything here. So um, like old producer, you know, no, nothing very, <laughs> Very different, I can say. This,
0: this is your studio in your house, I take it? Where you live? Uh, no,
1: no, no, it's not in my house. It's, uh, no, no, no. I, I've, I have a studio in my house in the past, but uh, it's, it's good, you know, to change from the house to the, to the studio for me.
0: Well, I, 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 I recently was just on with, the, um, with uh, Robert Babazic, I hope I pronounced that right, and Crystal Method, and they were in their studios doing interviews. It seems you have a very minimal setup, but I bet you there's a lot of... Stuff inside that computer that's in front of you. Honestly, yeah, yeah. In the past, you know, I don't have
1: a lot of things, but you know, what now with the plugin, you know, you, uh, it's amazing. You know, if if you if I look at uh, what I, I have in my uh, just what. Well, you can you can directly see if uh, the plugin right now are so, so good so so it's very uh, you have a lot of list of compressor of equalizer and um yeah yeah in the past i mixed with the hardware so it's always good but um, it's easier you know for the when you can come on the session go back on another and come back on it's very easy it's just Cause it's easier so that's why I work like this.
0: I, I would assume it'd be easier to collaborate with artists as well via computer rather than if you have a hardware device and then they don't have the hardware in their studio. How do you collaborate when you're doing something long distance? Uh, and you recently did a collaboration with uh, Steph DeCampo? Steph,
1: Steph De Campo, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. He, he, uh, he, he contacted me because he wanted to do a uh, work or my old track uh, rise up. And uh, he sent me uh, the track, and I give him some advice, some, some, uh, and uh, we work. Uh, you know, it was the COVID COVID nineteen, so we work in distance. And uh, finally, we were happy with the results. But now, what is really good with this? So, so I can send now uh, uh, an instrumental for a guy uh, across the world, and he can sing and send <laughs> me back the vocals. That's great, you know. In the past, but as I would told you, I'm, a, I think I'm a whole guy. I love to be in the studio with the singer or with the other guy. So for me, your music is a collaboration. You know, work too much like this. I don't think it, uh, I can live like this. You know, I love when I can go in the studios, be with the singer and, uh, you know,
0: do something together. That makes total sense. I mean, collaboration of of two kind of souls getting together is, is much more probably energetic than doing it. Via, yeah via I, I online think so, maybe maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe i'm
1: an old guy you know that don't live <laughs> too much. you don't look that old what are you 30
0: 32
1: 44 man
0: <laughs> 44. Well, you look good for 44
1: yeah, yeah you see <laughs>
0: you you also do uh, i was looking over your social your socials and you do a lot of at mentions where you give a lot of shout outs to people when you post the mix online there's some pretty notable names that you Kind of reach out to. Yes, yeah. What responses do you get back from these artists? Do they actually see and respond and say thank you? And, ah, and sometimes,
1: I mean, yeah, but I think you know, uh, you know, there is so big outies that they receive so many comments, so many stuff that they don't so don't have time. So sometimes, say, yeah, thank you, but yeah. I will told you, I'm not a social media addict, you know, I don't post every day, everything, you know, I spend more time in the studio than on the social media. But when I do some posts, yeah, sometimes I say, yeah, thanks for the support. And me, I do the same, you know, so, uh, it's good. Uh, you, you're always happy when a guys like your music, you know, uh, even it's a, it's a no one or no name. It's always good to, to know that when you spend so much time in the studio, then some people like what you do, so. I'm always happy when I just want people told tell me, oh, I like your track. Say, oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> what's, what's been the most memorable response back you've ever gotten on social media from somebody that you played in a, in a mix? You played one of their tracks in a mix.
1: Um, ah, t- to be honest, it was not the, the funniest thing, but the, 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 the things that touched me the more. It was one guy who write me, yeah. This was not, he, my, my brother is uh, uh, dying, he's dead. And he won for this. Who uh, do you say? the For the funerals, he wanted to play my music. Rise up, and I was very honored to touch someone like this. Uh, so for me, it was the, the 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 best comment that I received.
0: Awesome, and, yeah. and you're you're known for blending styles ranging from house and funk. Is there any other particular style that you would like to experiment with?
1: Uh. You know what, what is good with the electronic music is that the, the sound change a lot. You know, everything. Uh, but uh, to be honest, you know, I've spent uh, during this pandemic, uh, I have lot of time and club were closed. So, so uh, my my daughter is uh, singing just for the fun, and I say, okay, let's tr- let's do one song, and after we just finish an album with you know not house, not dance, nothing, something rock, pop, and I, it was very funny to do this. So maybe in the future, I will. I want to be more a producer and produce. Different kind of music, but it's uh, it's hard, you know. I'm a beginner. I will tell you, you know, I'm learning every day. So you know,
0: <laughs> I'm Would not you... a
1: professional. I think.
0: <laughs> Would you ever see yourself getting in and doing uh, scoring for film and television? Oh uh,
1: yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the ulti- ultimate points at this, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. But if I receive uh, something like this, I will be very stressed to deliver something good. So uh, for the moment, say, yeah, yeah maybe in the future.
0: <laughs> if you had one person, producer, director that you could work with to score, like somebody, somebody you, you revere or, or like a lot in the movie or film and television industry, who would you want to work with? Your dream person you'd want to work with and score a film or TV show with?
1: Ah, a TV show, Uh, 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 a film producer. I love love what Quentin Tarantino do. (laughs) I'm a big fan of all his movies. So I say, if you contact me, I will will be very honored to do something for him.
0: (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Um, Well, yeah, Quentin's one of my favorites. Um, Name comes up quite frequently in some of our interviews when I ask that question. You know... um, I'm not sure what he's doing with his career. I know he just made the the um, what was his most recent one? I should know this. Uh, Holly, the Hollywood one. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, Brad once upon Pitt and, a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, fun, fun film, fun film. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, who has been your biggest influence when it comes to making music? Uh. You know, who got you started, or who? Keeps uh, you when I
1: started, there, is, there was one guy I can so told you we. Uh, influenced me for production, it was Mr. Dr. Dre, you know, because I start as a a rapper and for me, all the production from Dr. Dre, I was always amazed uh, what he produced. So I was a big fan. And after in dance music, you know, I I was very in the hip hop and a friend of mine one day come to me, he he passed a record and say, yeah, listen to this. And it was Daft Punk, like a lot of, uh, you know, dance producer. And I say, what this music? And I fall in love with after electronic music.
0: Was it, was it Dr. Dre the Chronic album that you fell in love with Dr. Dre or was it pre-Dr. Yeah, yeah, Dre when one. he was in
1: yeah, NWA? Yeah, but, yeah it, oh, uh, when I listened first, you know, it was uh, NWA first, you know, and after it was, yeah, the Chronic and all the production for other people, so, so yeah, for me, it, uh, Dr. Dre is the, is the boss.
0: <laughs> that, was a, that was a very big crossover album. Uh, I remember that uh, when it came out and then Snoop Dogg's album followed yeah. a few years later and I was into hip-hop a lot. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I was kind of in that in that teenage, that late teens, early 20s. Yeah, I was exactly, into hip hop, exactly. but I was also going out to the nightclubs and dancing to electronic music. So when I was at home with my friends in the area I grew up in, it was hip hop and, and and rap music. But when I'd go out to the nightclubs with my friends on the weekends, it was underground house techno raves and it was kind exactly of you know, gap. Yeah, it, I mean,
1: it was the same, you know, in Switzerland, in Switzerland, you know, you know, hip hop, it was the beginning, you know, in the 90s. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of dance music in Switzerland. That's why we have a big scene of dance music for a long time here in Switzerland. That's why I produce a lot of dance, too. And I do the same like you, you know, during the night I go to the club and listen to house music.
0: Yeah. And uh, is, is house your preferred genre that you'd like to... Yeah, be,
1: I can see yeah yeah, you know, I grow up with uh, yeah, yeah, with this kind of guy, you know, with the master at work. So uh, I love this kind of music, you know, more
0: tribal and uh, it's the music that I like. And, and, and when you travel, what's the f- most memorable place you've ever been to? that people have really recognized you and said oh he's here ah, uh, you know what's in um, the most memorable place you've been
1: but as i told you i'm not uh, i don't do a lot of selfie and stuff like this on social media so people don't know very very well my my face and so yeah people yeah what is very funny i will tell you something i was before a club and a drunk guy comes to me and he say, hey man you don't know where Yves LaRocque is playing? <laughs> I say, yeah, maybe he's playing later. <laughs> so you imagine nobody recognized me. So it was very funny for this.
0: <laughs> I had an experience uh, uh, once. I don't know if you know the, the artist, but that goes by uh, Chuck Love. Uh. And um, years ago, years ago, he was playing a nightclub. Same kind of experience. I was out in front of the club and he was practicing. He plays multiple instruments when he, when he okay. plays, like seven or eight different instruments. Phenomenal show. And um, he was outside, and I believe he was on his trombone or on his trumpet. And I was like, guys, this street performer is just really killing it on his trumpet and, and his horn. I'm like, wow, he's out in front of the nightclub. And this is, I frequently frequented the nightclub a lot of times, but so never had there been a, a street performer in front of the nightclub. And uh, later on, we're in the club, and this mix comes on, and I turn around, and I recognize the track. I looked up and he's on the stage, you know, and it was a very intimate club. I mean, there are only like 150 people in this club. And I was like, wait a second. That was the guy who was just standing out in front of the club. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I felt so embarrassed. But um, yeah, it was, was kind of, I, I, I like those kind of moments because, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fanboy and, and follow and know what the person looks like and knows their latest track, and I'm all over their socials. And this is at a time when social media probably around 2009, 2010, uh, maybe even a little earlier than that uh, before social media hit. So, you know, to follow somebody, you had to maybe go to their website, know them if they were putting pictures up. And they had a yeah. good bio and release, if they were on top of that, or, I mean, they might have had a MySpace at that time, okay, um, and, is, yeah, yeah. But, but if you weren't following them and you didn't see their face on the flyer, you didn't know who they were. Of course. Yeah, yeah, sure. In the past, you, you just have the flyers
1: to see uh, who they are, you know? Uh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was a very, uh, an, uh, kind of awesome experience. And, and when I went down to uh, winter music conference, uh, a few okay. years later, I, I stood outside and, he was actually same kind of position. He was outside the big room. He was supposed to be playing and he sat there. He was just sitting on a bench and it was my mission to see Chuck love at this club in Miami. And I was walking by and all these people were just walking by hundreds of people walking by. And he was just sitting on a bench, just chilling out. I walk (laughs) over. I go, Chuck. He goes, yeah. And I go, I'm here to see your show. He goes, all right, cool, I'm on in 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll be inside. But nobody knew it was him. Like they were just walking right by him. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But that's what is good. You know, in in the past, you know, DJ was not, I can say superstar, you know, people like the music. You know, me, me, uh, when I start to go in the club, I I never look at the DJ. I was dancing and people were dancing. And sometimes you say, yeah, good music, but. We're not be just watching him uh, playing all the nights. And so it's another, it was another time.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so have you ever looked, are you looking into, um, you know, you don't do live streaming, but the rise of virtual reality is coming into play. Uh, I think it's going to be the hottest Christmas item this year for 2021. Uh, we're going to see a lot of headsets going out. Facebook just opened up horizons, which is their world to create in. Uh, have you looked into virtual reality at all, or doing anything in virtual reality? Honestly,
1: you know, I've just looked. But what I like, you know, in music, it's it's to share the music with people, with people, you know, be surrounded by people, you know, be in in your couch and watching your your computer and see a, a guys playing. And for me, it's, it's not really this, you know what I mean? I need to see people, I need I can touch people, I can, you know, and when you play, you know what is good when you play in the club, you see directly if you play the wrong record, you know, people stop dancing and you see directly, okay, it's not the, you are not in this mood, I will change. And if you don't see that, it's a bit strange, but I've done some, 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 some live stream, you know, just to stay alive. <laughs>
0: The reason I ask is well, we are getting ready to launch over here at the DJ Sessions a uh, virtual reality nightclub. And we're very excited uh, uh, that we're undertaking this and that we're, you know, um, going to be able to have people come in in virtual reality and be on that dance floor in virtual reality and it, know,
1: it it, Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we're really excited. I think, you know, we're going to see a lot of people jumping online and obviously looking towards oh. the younger the younger generation is going to be using this, especially with VR and AR. I think those are going to be the the adapters of this. I'm 47 years old. Um, I yeah. totally get it. Um, you know, I want to be in the crowd. I want to be in the mix. I want to be on the yeah. dance floor. I want to, you know, I, if I were a DJ or performer, being on that stage and overlooking and being able to read the crowd, you know, you can't really do that in a 2D environment. And how is that going to translate with a three D environment? Okay. You know, but you can you can actually make the avatars dance. You can make them move. Okay. And yeah. so, if the avatars, if everyone just stops dancing on the floor, you know, the DJ could go, yeah. "Okay, let me see what's going on," okay. and then ah, everyone yeah. can start partying. Ah, I mean, ah,
1: yes. Okay. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very... Yeah, but but what, what you say is good that we can with this we can touch. You know, a new generation that can go in the club and. It's always good, you know, maybe if you can touch this young generation and to, to learn them to love the dance music.
0: Well, and that's another, another like I said, an outreach. It's, it's that we're looking with, with our brand inside the nightclub is exposing people from around the world, uh, you know, breaking down yes. those language barriers, breaking down the travel yeah. barriers, uh, breaking uh, down the environment of, of just being in a 2D screen and, and watch. I mean, we, we consume so much media now On mobile devices, and we're looking at it in a 2D world. I mean, our interview right now is in 2D. Yeah. Uh, Imagine if we're two avatars in a world and we're in 3D, but you and I are just having the conversation, but we have 200 people that have gathered in and are watching us sit down at the table in virtual reality. Uh, okay, I think yeah. it just be a really. I think it's gonna be a really awesome experience. And
1: of course, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't see that you you, you go so far.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm asking. It's the kind of a hot topic with everyone. You have artists like Carl Cox and um, and uh, um, oh gosh, I should know this. I, come on, what's his name? Call on me. Um, oh, I should know his name. It's one of my favorite songs. Uh, Eric Prides is very huge into VR, and they're developing the VR technology yep. with, with the 3D sound of being able to go into a room. And as you walk away from this part, okay. it starts to go over here. Yeah, just a, some really awesome technology out there emerging that I think we're going to see break through. And then and, and VR, the cost of that coming down and making it as, as easy as getting a, a Nintendo or you might remember the Atari we had the atari we had the nintendo and then you know the entry levels of the playstations and that 2d video world going into a 3d environment yeah, and yeah. what can happen in that 3d yeah, environment do. it's, it's going to be very interesting um so technology speaking of technology in technology in dj land producer land technology moves kind of really fast and um if you could see or request one technological item, something to be created um, that doesn't exist on the market today, what would that be? For me, right now,
1: (laughs) it's a plug-in that you press and you mix your track directly. (laughs) And you mix your voice, a voice that you're out (laughs) of. You press a button and oh, it's mixed.
0: would that be something that maybe like maybe you could put a neural net on your head and it yeah, just exactly. Takes exactly. From your head? Okay.
1: And okay i want something right? like this and yeah, yeah. it just goes <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah uh, no 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 and see, uh, you know the technology now is so good that uh, i imagine in the past when i, I look uh, you know in the 80s when they produce dance music you know with all the cable you know now i just have a laptop stuff like this and i'm good <laughs> you know in the past you have cable everywhere and you know to connect the midi it was so hard to do music so, so now it's really easy. So I'm very happy uh, now. I produce now a dance music done in the 80s, so.
0: Do you, do you get to walk around with like an iPad and get it like, oh, I'm just gonna tweak this and it sends it right back to the, are you in the cloud yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, what would, if you could give one piece of advice, I know you're a new um, producer, it's something you've just undertaken yourself, uh, no I know ooh. I
1: produce. I produce for oh. for more than 20 years but I'm a oh, oh, okay. sound engineer you know I, I ooh, for a very, very long time oh so, gotcha okay for, no no you, you know I produce uh, since I was uh yeah 15 years old and now I've decided in the past you know I finished a track and I give it to a sound engineer and it's another part so now I decided to be to Mix and do a re- no, no, I produce for a long, long, gotcha. long, okay, long time. Gotcha, okay, okay. It that makes was sense. my first job. My first job, I was first a producer, then a DJ. You know, I've started to produce music, dance music, and after I, uh, I become a DJ, so I do that. Okay, different.
0: Thank, thank you for clarifying that. If there is one piece of advice that you could give to an up and coming producer, a new producer, what would that piece of advice be? You know, I would told you the truth, you know, I'm, I'm learning every day. So
1: for me, it's hard to give an advice. You know, I'm still learning like a young producer, you know, uh, uh, every day I'm I'm discovering new things. So uh, uh, yeah, the the only thing is uh, continue to be interesting, but what you do and uh, love to learn new thing. You know, you have to learn every day a new thing. So uh, like me, you know, know, I'm 44 and I'm learning how works, a compressor, an equalizer, uh, stuff like this every day. So,
0: So yeah, so that's good. And are there, are there any bad habits that you have that are good for you?
1: I have always bad habits. You know, I, I think I'm a lazy guy, you know, sometimes, when, you know, when it works for me, you know, I have some plugins, old plugin. and I say, people around me, why you use this old plugin? Say, well, it works, it's good, it's okay. So sometimes, yeah, I told you I'm, I can't, i am lazy a bit.
0: <laughs> but, but that works for you.
1: Yeah, at the end that works. Yeah, sometimes you know, even a friend of mine me, told me, "Oh, you are, you don't have the the stuff like this to be uh, to 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 uh, to work quicker." And I said, "Ah, oh, yeah, I have time, so yeah, no problem for me."
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, we know, that you know, we have, um, you're gonna bless us, I should say, with one of your exclusive mixes for the DJ sessions. When you put together a set. Do you already have an idea in mind of where you think it's going to go? Or is it just completely improv first track and the next track? I'm feeling this or here's my first uh, track, here's my second track. What's your track selection process when you create a mix?
1: Yeah, you know, you, you always, always do a selection of the track for me, you, you know, but uh, what is good when you are a DJ for me, the important things in DJ, if you play a track and people don't like it, you have to, and maybe change the mood. You know, uh, sometimes you have to play more tribal, more commercial. More th- that's the, the 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 goal of the DJ for me. So I have something, some sometimes I prepare uh, a DJ set, and when I play, I say, okay, it will not be this tonight. So and what is good? Say you are playing a, and sometimes say, oh, after this one, it can be this one. After you look at the, for me it's this to be a DJ. So, you're, you're, so but uh, yeah, for a DJ set, I have always a selection of tracks that I like, of course.
0: Yeah, we were, we were just on site. It's kind of an interesting question. Uh, we were just on site doing an event for a client and they told us what kind of music they wanted to play. And then someone came up to us and said, you have to change the music. And I looked at him and said, what do you want us to change it to <laughs> like what apparently there was there was somebody a guest that didn't like the music but the, the client loved but there the is always one
1: guy who don't like the music they not like the music
0: so i'm like the, the, the but the person coming to me just was like you need to change the music right now and i'm like what do we change it to i mean what <laughs> you know sometimes uh, uh, guys come to me and say hey man you can play some,
1: uh, I play the house dance music. You can play some dance music. So, what you think I'm playing right now? <laughs> and, uh, I'm playing some uh, rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: And that was, just it was kind of interesting uh, to, to, to see that, that, to work through that conversation, you know, with them and say, uh, the DJ has a specific set list that they brought with them. You know, you it's not like, imagine back, going back in the days if he had a crate of records and say, switch the music up. It's like, I only got what's in my crate, man. <laughs> like, what are <what laughs> you to do? Now, I can't, can't do that. I mean, nowadays, I guess it's expected a DJ might have 5,000 or 10,000 yeah. songs on yeah. them, you know, just to quickly switch something up. But some DJs, they say, hey, you told me these genres, I brought this genre, I brought 400 songs of this genre with yeah. me, thinking these were gonna work. So um, it's just interesting. And, and requests on the dance floor, obviously, you know, can you play this? And it's like, yeah. I don't have that. <laughs> Why don't you have that? I have it on my phone. Can't you get it?
1: And sometimes people come to me, hey, you don't have, uh, I love hip hop, but you don't have hip hop? I say, I, I was people uh, told me to come to play dance music and house music. So, you know who you, c- you come to listen to? Or uh, you don't know. So, no, I just come out with some friends. Uh, but, you know, it's always like this. The DJ have to play what you want.
0: So, but... Awesome. Uh, I know you said you aren't too, too um, active on the social media, but can you tell me about hashtag MyClubSummit?
1: Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a playlist on that I do every, every week on Spotify. I choose brand new stuff. So, so just this. So it's good sometimes to do a radio show mix. And what is good, you know, with Spotify, I choose, okay, uh, Friday, I'll look at uh, all the new tracks. And I will, yeah, it will be online very soon, the brand new for, for this week. So I um,
0: so will do this. It's a awesome. selection of the track that I like. Awesome. Well, um, is there anything else you yeah. want to let our DJ Sessions fans know about, Eves, before we let you get back to working in the studio and getting that guest mix for us?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what you have to do, you know, uh, I've spent so much time in the studio, so now on my, I, re- I release a track every, every, uh, every month, so, you know, I have a lot of tracks to release, and so just follow me on the, on the social media, and my next track will be uh, later on, it will be released the next, next Friday, so, this. <laughs>
0: it will be released later on, later on. And later on, <laughs> yeah. awesome. And where can people find out more about you? Where what are your socials? You can drop those. It's uh, it's it's Ibla Rock Music on Facebook, and it's Ibla Rock on
1: Instagram, and Ibla Rock on uh, Twitter, and uh, on this.
0: And for those is of you it, don't know, it is spelled Y V D
1: S. Yeah, and we say Eve. Yeah, it's a French name. Yeah, like back Adam and Eve. Yeah, but you can say Eves, Ives, or
0: uh, yeah, I had a little help from your PR person On how to, how to pronounce your name And uh, <laughs> Eleanor had to correct me very quickly I was like, cool, thank you for that Oh, you know, you
1: know, I'm whole now So I'm not frustrated if you say wrong my name You know, it's, uh, it's normal
0: <laughs> It's okay Well, thank you so much for coming on the DJ sessions We my really pleasure. look forward it
1: Very, a great time with you, thank you
0: Absolutely, looking forward to that guest mix as well Coming out shortly Shortly,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do it Tonight be on Beyond It.
0: Thank you. And don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Check us out on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Hashtag us, the DJ or TDJS if you're so bold. This is Eves LaRock and Darren coming to you live in the virtual sessions in the virtual studios. I'm in Seattle. He's in Switzerland. And you know what? On the DJ Sessions, we're never finished because the music never stops.